For ladies from across the world We have come just to give a word Come one, come two, come all Ride with us and we won't let you fall Loving God is what we've come to do Head of fighting queens, oh that's the Good morning, beautiful people. Welcome back to another episode of Edifying Queens. This is your girl, last but not least, and I will be your host for today. It is so good to be here. I am so happy and super, super excited to share with you guys what the Lord has been working in my life and that I just hope that it encourages you guys as it encourages me on a daily basis so come back welcome back welcome back with that being said let's go ahead and meet our heavenly father this morning heavenly father we just want to say thank you thank you lord for waking us up to another beautiful day made by you we thank you lord for giving us breath in our lungs to be able to wake up and breathe and to be able to see another marvelous marvelous day father god we thank you for being who you are lord for being our loving father for being our provider our protector lord you are a god who says you will never leave us or forsaken us you are always beside us always around us lord And we just thank you for your divine protection. Lord, you are so, so good. And we cannot thank you enough. But we thank you and we glorify your holy, precious name. Hallelujah, Lord, to your name. For your name is above every other name. And that one day every knee shall bow. Every tongue will confess that you, O Lord, You are the beginning and the the end, Lord. And that there is no God like you. So, Father, we thank you. We thank you for just being our wonderful, wonderful God. You never, you always, Lord, you always um, keep your promises no matter what. Whatever you say you will do, you always come through. So, Father, we thank you, Lord. We ask that you, O Lord, will continue to mold us to become the men and women that you want us to become, Lord. Help us, Lord, to not get distracted from whatever it is going on in this world, but to keep our focus on you, for you are the great I am. You are the living God. Father God, we just thank you for just being, being wonderful. So we pray, Lord, this morning as we are getting ready to dive into your word that, Father God, that you will block out any distractions, Lord, and that we will give you our full attention to where we really listen to your word and be able to apply it to our lives, Father, that we will listen to it and not just be a listener, but to be a doer, Father, of your word. So help me, Lord, last, help last but not least to become less and that you become greater in my life. So that as I deliver your message this morning, that you will give me the right words to say so that your 
listeners will be able to fully understand and get your message so that they will be able to apply it to their lives, Father. So we thank you, Lord. We just praise you and we give you all the praise and all the glory for you deserve every praise and every glory, Father. In Jesus' mighty name, we pray. Amen. Welcome back, y'all. It is Friday. I don't know about you guys, but I'm just super excited because it's almost the weekend. No work. We get to relax and just sit back and enjoy. Because, man, I feel like I've been working hard this week and I need a break. Anyways, I hope you guys are having a beautiful day and a wonderful time wherever you're at. Just want to say thank you guys for tuning in. Um, I don't know about you guys, but I don't know if you guys have seen or listened to the previous episode. And, you know, Jane Nice really did uh, her thing in that episode of really talking about the theme for this month. So this month is going to be optimistic October optimistic October and I just want to go over the meaning of optimistic if you guys can bear with me I'm gonna pull it up so optimistic it says hopeful and confident about the future hopeful and confident about the future So in today's episode, I simply want to talk about a faith that keeps me hopeful. A faith that keeps me hopeful, especially in the time that we are living in. Because who would have known that we would still be living in this pandemic? Man, I just, I am so ready to get back out there. Like I love to travel. And because of all these restrictions at the airports and stuff, like, man, I just want to get back out there and enjoy God's creation at different places. (laughs) But here we are. We are still living in this pandemic, a pandemic that has affected so many lives. And because of this pandemic, Lots of people are suffering. Many have become depressed, feeling helpless, and even feeling hopeless. So this week, I want to keep your hopes up. I just want to encourage you guys to keep your hopes up. Keep your hopes up because hope is essential, y'all. Hope can cure cure nearly everything, especially in this time we are living in. Mm. Because when you lose hope, guys, when we start losing hope, that's when we become helpless. So today I wanted to go over five points that really helps me, especially in this time that we are living in. So number one, I put, we need to have hope because 
we know that the difficulties won't last. We need to have hope because we know that the difficulties won't last. It's only temporary, y'all. And this too, this pandemic, this too shall pass because no problems come to stay. It will pass. Second Corinthians chapter 4, starting 17 to 18, it says, For our present troubles are small and won't last very long, yet they produce for us a glory that fastly or fastly outweighs them and will last forever. So we don't look at the troubles we can see now. Rather, we fix our gaze on the things that cannot be seen. For the things we see now will soon be gone. But the things, the things we cannot see will last forever. So remember, everything we see here on earth, it's only temporary, y'all. It will not last. So let's fix our eyes on the things we can not see, which is eternal life. And God is eternal life. So let us fix our eyes on Jesus and study his true character his true um the the attitude of christ because that's when we when we fix our eyes on christ mm, this won't even matter anymore because we know that this too this pandemic will pass oh thank you jesus so, so yes, <laughs> and that is why today's message, I simply wanted to talk about a faith that keeps me hopeful or a faith that keeps all of us hopeful, a faith that works when life doesn't, a faith that works when life doesn't, y'all. Hebrews 11 Chapter 11, verse 1 says this. Now faith is being sure of what we hope for and certain of what we do not see. You see, two, I feel like there's two words that describe faith in this, um, in this particular text. One being sure and the other being certain, right? These two qualities need a secure beginning and an ending point. The beginning point of faith is believing in God's character. He is who he says he is. And the ending point is believing in God's promises. He will do what he says he will do. And when we believe that God will fulfill his promises, even though we don't see those promises, that is true faith, y'all. That is true faith. Hmm. Thank you, Jesus. Point number two, we have hope 
because God will use those difficulties or difficult times for our own good. We have hope because God will use those difficult times for our own good. James chapter 1 verse 2 to 4 it says this, Dear brothers and sisters, when troubles of any kind come your way, consider it an opportunity for great joy. For you know that when your fate is tested, your endurance have a chance to grow. So let it grow. For when your endurance is fully developed, you will be perfect and complete, needing nothing. Needing nothing, y'all. God wants to make us mature and complete. So, not to, you know, not to keep us from all pain, but God doesn't want us to pretend to be happy when we face pain, but to have a positive outlook, to consider it joy when those, you know, those hardship comes up or whatever you're dealing with that you think that is impossible. With God, all things are possible, y'all. So, when hardship arises or arises or arose, let's consider those opportunity. As, as, let's consider those as opportunity to grow, and let's let's consider it pure. I mean, joy, because God says that too shall pass. <laughs> so James here tells us to turn those hardships into times of learning. Instead of, you know, instead of us complaining when those, when we are in the middle of those, you know, those um, hardships, we should see them as opportunities for growth. Tough times can teach us perseverance. So be able to see those as opportunity to uh, grow yourself or become mature so that you can be complete in the word of God. And number three, getting irritated and upset will not help. (laughs) This is so funny because, (laughs) oh, God is funny, y'all. Getting irritated and upset will not help. I know, I know that sometimes when we're in those difficult times, we get so, so excited. I mean, not excited. Why am I talking excited? We get so irritated and upset to where we just want to shut out the whole world and just be alone. Human anger will not achieve God's purpose, y'all. James chapter 1, verse 19 to 20 says... Understand this, my dear brothers and sisters. You must be quick to listen, slow to speak, slow to get angry. Human anger does not produce the righteousness of God's desires. So when we get irritated, pray, pray, pray and ask God to give you 
the discernment to know what to say because I tell you, I'm still struggling in that area too. My, I myself am still struggling. But when those um, time or those hardship comes, because it's only me and my husband, when I get really mad at him, I usually communicate with him and say, you know, I need time to just calm my mind and you know ask the Lord to give me the right words to say because I feel like sometimes I feel like sometimes when I say something my husband doesn't understand and it just kind of irritate me in some way but I'm like okay lastly this is not of God this is of the devil the devil is trying to come in between this so let it go ask God to renew your mind and give you the right words to say so we just need to be able to help ourselves to be able to find that moment and if your other half or whoever is talking to you if, you, if they don't get it just simply tell them communicate simply to tell them that you know I want to drop this can we come back and talk about this later that really helps y'all because it, it, it um, lets your other half or whoever that it, you are communicate in you know talking to lets him or her know that you understand or that you know you're letting him know or her know that you're not trying to be disrespectful, but you're just trying to clear your mind and come back on the subject and, you know, talk about it with fresh mind, y'all. Because oh, it's so easy for us to get our frustration out on the people close to us, especially our spouses and our loved ones around us. But that should not be it, y'all. We have to be able to know when we feel irritated and upset. We need to be able to know when to drop things and just communicate with them that, you know, if whatever subject you guys are on, if it if it's irritating you, just ask them if you can come back on those subjects. And, you know, because you, we, we want to be able to work together in harmony and not to bring conflicts to the relationship that we are in <clears throat> because selfish anger never helps anybody it depletes the hope that we need to keep going so pray about it when those things when you start feeling irritated and upset just take a moment and pray, ask God to just renew your mind, to be able to see things clearly and that we don't put blame on our loved ones because that's not what God wants us to do. And I know this, especially during this time, because a lot of people are working from home and there's just a lot of things going on at home, but we must be able to know and create that space for us to be able to just you know talk be able to talk to God and just ask God to you know guide us through especially during this pandemic that we're in so that's number three which is getting irritated and upset will not help 
Number four is we have hope because we know trusting God pleases Him. We have hope because we know that trusting God pleases Him. You know, when we continue to put our trust in God, even when we don't know or can't see where our future is heading, just know that it pleases God. So continue to do so. And I know we don't know where we're heading, but God knows because he, remember, He created us in our mother's womb. He, he already knows where you're, we're heading. He just wants us to trust and lean on Him. As it says in Proverbs um, 3, 5 to 6, where it says, Trust in the Lord with all your heart. Lean not on your own understanding. In all your ways acknowledge Him, and He will make your path straight. God, He wants us to not lean on our own understanding, but to trust and lean on His understanding. Because when we do that, everything will just fall, falls into place. James chapter 2, 23 says, And so it happened, just as the scriptures say, Abraham believed God, and God counted him as righteousness, or as righteous because of his faith. You guys know about Abraham's story. Because he was, because of his faith, for trusting in God even without oh, Lord Abraham he was a truly man after God's own heart he put his complete faith in God without knowing where when or how or even why he did what God had asked him to do he did everything without questioning God and because of his faith, he was called righteous. He was called a friend of God. And by, oh, Lord have mercy. So we have, we as followers of Christ, we should be able to have the same faith as Abraham. That when God is telling you or me what to do, we should be able to know and discern to follow into in His footsteps and not lean our own on our own understanding, but on God's understanding. That is why it's so important, y'all, that we stay connected in His Word, because only through His Word. He will reveal to us what it is that He wants us to do. So, my question for you is, do you want to know Him more on, an, on a more intimate level? Do you want to be God's friend? Do you want to be called God's friend? If so, faith and trust in him lean not on your own understanding but lean on lean on God's own understanding and he will
will certainly make your path straight. Everything will fall into its place when you trust your copy when you put your complete trust in God. And our last point, number five, is we have hope because we know that Jesus is coming back someday. We have hope because we know that Jesus is coming back someday. John 14, verse 2 and 3 says this, There is more than enough room in my father's home if this were so would i have told you that i am going to prepare a place for you when everything is ready i will come back and get you so that you will always be with me where i am are you guys listening to this this particular text tells us that he Our great Messiah will come back someday to take us home. This is only temporary, y'all. We are working toward eternal eternal life, and that is through Christ Jesus. So, glory to your holy name, Father. Mm. We can look forward to eternal life because Jesus has promised to all who believe in him. James chapter 5 verse 8 says this, you too must be patient. Take courage for the coming of the Lord is near. We have to be patient but while we wait there is much work we need to do to advance the kingdom of God. We must work faithfully to build his kingdom the king will come back when the time is right he will come back when the time is right he will come back for us y'all and then the last scripture that i want to share with you guys is this and this is from hebrews chapter 10 verse 23 it says let us hold tightly without wavering to the hope we affirm for god can be trusted to keep his promise let us think of ways to motivate one another to act of love and good works and let us not neglect uh, neglect our meeting together as some people do but encourage one another especially now that the day of his return is drawing near let me read that again let us hold tightly without wavering to the hope we affirm for god can be trusted to keep his promise let us think of ways to motivate one another to acts of love and good works and let us not neglect our meeting together as some people do but to encourage one another, especially now that the day of his return is drawing uh, drawing near. So we as believers in Christ, we need to work together. This is the time as we are waiting for our Heavenly Father, our Heavenly Father to return. 
the Almighty God, the Great I Am, the Great Messiah to return, our job here to continue preaching the good news, continue sharing the good news wherever we go so that people will come to know him and that they will make him their Lord and Savior. So I just want to say that our Father is coming back, y'all. And that we, even during this time, this difficult, difficult time that we are living in, we need to keep holding on because our great Messiah is coming back for us. So, number one, we know to have hope because we know that the difficult times, the difficulties will la- won't last. Let me repeat that again. Number one, we need to have hope because we know that the difficulties won't last. It's only temporary. Number two, we have hope because God will use those difficult times for our own good. Number three, getting irritated and upset will not help. (laughs) Number four, we have hope because we know trusting God pleases Him. And number five is we have hope because we know that Jesus, the great Messiah, is coming back someday to take us home. I love you guys and I hope that you are having a great day and that this message will help you guys throughout this pandemic, throughout this crazy time that we are living in. But I love you guys and I hope that you learned something today and that you don't just learn it but that you apply to your life wherever you go on a daily basis i love you guys and have a blessed week and have a blessed weekend i just want to come back here and give you guys an opportunity for those of you that don't have Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, I just want to let you know that it is not too late. According to Romans 10, 9, it says that if you confess with your mouth, Jesus is Lord, and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. So I just want to let you know that it is not too late. You can make that decision now if you want say this uh, short prayer with me. Father, in the name of Jesus, I confess with my mouth the Lord Jesus, and I believe in my heart that you, God, have raised him, Jesus, from the dead. And I thank you, Father, that I am now saved according to the word of God in Romans chapter 10, verse 9. And for those of you that are wanting to rededicate your life to Christ, say this short prayer with me. Father, in the name of Jesus, I confess that I have sinned, and I thank you, Father, that you are faithful and just 
and that you have forgiven me of my sins and cleansed me from all unrighteousness according to your word in 1 John 1 9. In Jesus' name I pray.